Chapter 8 <clears throat> Religious and Ethnic Landscapes Cultural values are, in themselves, natural as well as universal, and so much depends on how individuals or ethnic groups use them. Values are influenced by so many factors such as geography, climate, religion, the economy, and technology. Senor Jose, Filipino novelist. The essential question for this topic, how do religious and ethnic groups both reflect and influence the geography of places at different scales? Religion is intertwined with all other aspects of history and geography because compared to other aspects of culture, it is relatively resistant to decay over time and distance. For example, descendants of immigrants often adopt a new language but continue to practice the faith of their ancestors, developing strong mental maps of the origins, diffusions and distribution of the major religions and their divisions is one of the most valuable ways to understand culture. Religion, Ethnicity and Nationality Religion is often closely linked to ethnicity or membership in a group of people who share characteristics such as ancestry, language, customs, history and common experiences. Most geographers distinguish between nationality, which describes a person's connection to a particular country, and ethnicity, which is based upon group cultural traits. For example, Russian Jews make up different ethnicity than Russians in general. Geographers often study ethnic groups as minorities within the greater population. To do so, they focus on mapping and analysis as they trace the movement of ethnic groups and investigate their spatial dimensions and cultural landscapes. Spatial Dimensions of Religious and Ethnic Groups To analyze religious and ethnic groups, geographers try to define, locate and study them. Religion and ethnicity are easier to define than is the process of examining each group's space, place, identity and movement. One way to see the relationship among all of these aspects of culture is to focus on historical connections. Geographers start by mapping a cultural hearth, the source or origin where the religion or ethnicity began, and then track its movement and predict its future direction. Cultural variation by place and region. Patterns and landscapes of religious and ethnic groups vary by place and region at various scales. For example, at the regional level, Baptists are the most common religious group in southeastern United States. Zooming in to state level, the same is true for most states, including South Carolina. 
However, at the county level, many individual counties in South Carolina are more Methodists or Lutherans than any other group. At the census tract level, the state appears even more diverse. The degree to adherence to tradition varies within each religion. Every religion includes followers who practice fundamentalism, which is an attempt to follow a literal interpretation of a religious faith. Fundamentalists believe that people should live traditional lifestyles similar to those practiced in the faith's holy writings. In some traditions, this means that women are likely to leave school at a younger age, to live in arranged marriages, and to avoid working outside of the home. Fundamentalists are more likely than others in their faith to enforce strict standards of dress and personal behavior, often through laws. The strength of fundamentalism often diminishes with greater distance from the religious hearth. For example, the hearth of Islam is the Arabian Peninsula, and that is where fundamentalism has strongest been there. Fundamentalism is less prevalent in Muslim-majority countries farther from the hearth, such as Malaysia and Indonesia. One way to measure fundamentalism in Islam is by the role of Shi'ara, the Islamic legal framework for a country. Sharia is the strongest in countries of the Arabian Peninsula, such as Saudi Arabia and Yemen. Some fundamentalist countries, such as Iran, are theocracies, countries whose governments are run by religious leaders through the use of religious laws. Fundamentalists often clash, sometimes violently, with those who wish to follow religious traditions more loosely or to live a more secular lifestyle. Regional Patterns and U.S. Religion The distribution of ethnic religious groups in the United States reflects historical patterns. Congregationalists are still strong in New England where their English ancestors settled in the 1600s. Baptists and Methodists are most common in the Southeast, where these denominations were spread by traveling preachers in the 1800s. Lutherans live mostly in the Midwest, where their German or Scandinavian forebearers who immigrated in the late 1800s could find good farmland. Many Mormons live in or near Utah, where Mormons settled in the mid-1800 after religious persecution drove them out of Missouri and Illinois. Roman Catholics are most common in the urban areas in the Northeast and throughout the Southwest. Jews, Muslims, and Hindus live most often in urban areas and traditional home to immigrants. Globalization and religion. Advances in communication such as printing, television, and the internet have had a contradictory effects on the distinctive traits of many religious communities. In 1850, a farmer in Western Ireland lived in a community where nearly everyone was Roman Catholic, so he had little contact with other traditions. Today, no one is isolated. 
Exposure to other ideas can erode traditions. However, if that Amish farmer immigrated to the United States, he was nearly cut off from the community of his birth. Today, an Irish immigrant can keep close touch with family and friends. And sometimes people respond to globalization with neo-localism, the process of re-embracing the uniqueness and authenticity of a place. For example, a neighborhood in a large city might hold a festival to honor the religion, cuisine, and history of migrants who settled the community. Religious Patterns and Distributions Religions, like other elements of culture, diffused outwards from their hearts in various ways. The spread of religious settlements, both locally and globally, contributes to the sense of place and of belonging for each religious group and greatly shapes the cultural landscape. Geographers analyze maps, charts and other data to understand the growth, decline, movement and cultural landscapes of the world's religions. They have traced the geographic patterns for each major world religion, including the religion's hearth or place of origin, and the geographic spread of the religion, and practices that can influence both the culture and the cultural landscape. Two major Eastern religions. Several belief systems have developed in Asia. Of these, two developed in India and have diffused to other places from there. Hinduism includes the worship of many deities, so some people consider it polytheistic, which means having many gods. However, Hindus consider all deities as manifestations of one god, so it can be considered monotheistic, which means having one god. Hindus believe in karma, the idea that behaviors have consequences in the present life or a future life, and in dharma, which means the righteous path. For part of its history, Hinduism worked closely with a caste system, a rigid class structure that shaped Indian society. Buddhism grew out of the teachings of a prince named Siddhartha, who lived about 600 years BCE. Accepting many beliefs of Hinduism, Siddhartha, who became known as the Buddha or the Enlightened One, advised followers to escape the cycle of suffering through right views, hopes, speech, conduct, livelihood, effort, and mindful meditation. The three major Middle Eastern religions. Three major religions trace their history to Abraham. He was the religious leader who lived in the Middle East around 1800 BCE. Judaism was among the first monotheistic faiths. Jews believe that writings known as the Torah express divine will. It is supplemented by other writings as well as unwritten laws and customs. For the past 2,000 years, most Jews live in Europe and North Africa. 
always a small minority, they often suffered persecution. In the late 1800s, Jews in search of religious liberty began efforts to establish a homeland in the Middle East and began migrating to the United States. During World War II, the systematic murder of six million Jews by Nazi Germany, an event known as the Holocaust, strengthened the movement to create predominantly Jewish state in the Middle East. In 1948, the country of Israel was formed. Jews from around the world would migrate there. Christianity began when the followers of a Jewish teacher, Jesus, 4 BCE to 30 CE, evolved into their own religion based on the belief that Jesus was the Son of God and the Savior of humans. He emphasized the importance of faith love and peace. Christianity spread outward from the Middle East to become the dominant religion in America and Europe and other parts of the world. Islam is the religion followed by Muslims. Muslims believe that Allah, which is the Arabic word for God, revealed his teachings to humans through a series of prophets. The last of these prophets was Muhammad, who lived in what is now Saudi Arabia in the 6th and 7th centuries. Muslims believe that Allah communicated his teachings to Muhammad, who shared them with the people in the book of holy writings known as the Quran. Religious Hearths and Diffusion Religion Hinduism Path along the Indus River in present-day Pakistan. Types of diffusion. Contagious diffusion across the Indian subcontinent. Relocation diffusion in recent decades to Europe and the United States. Buddhism. Path South Asia in present-day Nepal. Types of diffusion. Contagious diffusion as teachings spread throughout East and Southeast Asia. Relocation diffusion throughout the world. Judaism. Hearth, Eastern Mediterranean and Southwestern Asia. Type of diffusion. Relocation diffusion throughout North Africa and Europe forced by the Romans beginning in about 70 CE. Relocation diffusion to the United States and other countries. Christianity. Hearth, Eastern Mediterranean and Southwest Asia. Type of diffusion. Contagious diffusion through the Middle East. Europe and Central Asia. Hierarchical diffusion through the conversion of rulers who then forced their followers to adopt the faith. Relocation diffusion throughout the world. Islam, cultural hearth, Southwest Asia. Type of diffusion, contagious diffusion by trade and conquest to Spain, Africa, and much of Asia. Relocation diffusion throughout the world.
ethnic and universal religions. Ethnic religions are belief traditions that emphasize strong cultural characteristics among their followers. In most cases, members of an ethnic religion are born or adopted into it. Members have a shared historical experience or struggle that creates strong bonds. Ethnic religions rarely recruit new followers actively. Rather, they spread as a result of relocation diffusion. Hinduism and Judaism are the world's two most widespread ethnic religions. The Jewish diaspora, a global migration of Hindus from India, are examples of such relocation diffusion. In contrast to an ethnic religion, a universal religion actively seeks converts to its faith regardless of their ethnic backgrounds. Universalizing religions have spread far from their original hearts because existing members feel a mandate to spread their beliefs on to others. To carry out this mandate, members of universalizing religions often serve as missionaries who both perform charitable works and convert non-believers. The two largest universalizing religions, Christianity and Islam, also spread from their hearths through conquest and colonization. Christianity, which was found mostly in Europe in the 15th century, added millions of followers when Christian missionaries accompanied the European explorers and conquerors to the Western Hemisphere, South Africa and Australia. As Europeans expanded their empires, they converted people to Christianity, sometimes violently. Islam spread in much the same way to the Middle East, North Africa and Asia. In the many faith traditions, followers feel called to go on a pilgrimage, which is a religious journey taken by a person to a sacred place of his or her religion. Each year, over 20 million Hindus journey to the Ganges River. Millions of Muslims travel to Mecca in a pilgrimage known as the Hajj. And many Muslims, Jews and Christians visit Jerusalem's many holy sites. Influences of Colonialism, Imperialism and Trade Colonialism, imperialism, and trade have played a powerful role in spreading religion and culture. Historians often divide European colonialism into two separate waves. From the 1500s to about 1800, Europeans colonized the Americas and South Asia. Then, during the late 1800s to mid-1900s, European powers colonized most of Africa and Southwest Asia. The European colonizers imposed their cultural traits on the local populations. For example, before European colonization, most religions practiced by the native peoples of Africa and North Africa were forms of animism, the belief that non-living objects such as rivers or mountains have a spirit. Europeans forced many of their colonial subjects to adopt the Christian faith of their colonizers. 
the Spanish and French spread Roman Catholicism throughout Latin America, North America, and Quebec. The English, Belgians, and Dutch spread forms of Protestantism in their colonies. Today, few formal colonies remain in the world, but the practices left behind by the European powers are present in their former colonies. The afternoon break for tea, a British tradition, is still practiced in Kenya and India. The Christianity that was brought by the European colonizers is widespread in many of its former colonies. Religion's impact on laws and customs. Since religious traditions predate current governments, they are often the source for many present-day laws and punishments by the governments. Some religions have strict systems of laws that have been adopted fully by some governments. For example, this is Sharia or Islamic law, which is based on the early teachings of Islam and have been adopted by some fundamentalist religious groups, such as the Taliban in Afghanistan, as the law of the land. <clears throat> While no highly industrialized countries have fully adopted religious laws, their legal codes can often show clear influence of religion. In the United States, many communities have blue laws, laws and restrictions against certain activities, such as the sale of alcohol on Sundays. In Colorado and some other states, all car dealerships must be closed on Sundays as well. In some countries, religious beliefs are more influential as guides to personal behavior than as state-sponsored laws. For example, many faiths include guidelines on the choices people make about what clothes they wear and how they cut their hair. Most faiths include some food taboos or prohibitions against eating and drinking certain items. For example, many Hindus do not eat beef, and many Jews and Muslims do not eat pork. Religion is also the source of many daily, weekly, or annual practices for adherence. Many Muslims pray five times a day, and many Buddhists and Hindus engage in daily meditation. Most religions have weekly religious services for worship or instruction. For example, Muslims usually gather on Fridays, Jews on Friday evenings or Saturday mornings, and Christians on Sundays. Many people celebrate important religious holidays such as Holai, a festival of lights for Hindus, and Visakh, which commemorates the birth of Buddha. In addition to many days that people now commonly treat as secularized holidays have their roots in religious practices. Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, and Mardi Gras all originated as Christian holidays. Religion and the Landscape Like all human activities, religion influences the organization and use of space. This appears in both how people think about natural features and what people build. The Physical Landscape Many specific places and natural features have religious significance. Some sites are sacred spaces where deities dwell. 
Followers of Shinto view certain mountains and rocks as the home of spirits. Other sites are not sacred, but important for what occurred at them. Mount Sinai is honored by Jews, Christians, and Muslims because they believe it is where God handed the Ten Commandments to Moses. Some entire cities, such as Jerusalem in Israel, Mecca in Saudi Arabia, and Lhasa in Tibet, have special religious meanings. The Cultural Landscape Sacred physical features are important, but rare. More commonly, people express their beliefs through cultural landscapes they create. Memorial spaces to the dead, <clears throat> such as the cemeteries, are traditionally located close to worship spaces. Restaurants and food markets often cater to particular religious groups by offering religiously approved food. Signs are often written in the language and sometimes the alphabet reflects the ethnic heritage of a group. <clears throat> the most obvious example of the cultural landscape shaped by religion is in architecture. Each major faith provides examples of this. Christian churches often feature a tall steeple toppled by a cross. Churches also demonstrate how the origin of the architectural style, often influenced by the environment, such as the climate and available building materials. The hearts of faith are more likely to resemble the original architecture. Christian churches closer to the eastern Mediterranean tend to have dome-shaped roofs that reflect the traditional style of architecture popular with the Romans while churches in northern Europe have steep-pitched roofs designed for the snow to slide off in winter because build-up of snow on a flattened roof can cause the roofs to cave in. Cultural influences similarly shaped the preferred available materials to build such structures. One similarity among Christians is in treatment of the deceased. In most parts of the world, Christians bury the dead in cemeteries. However, cemeteries vary greatly. Most are underground. But in New Orleans, where the water table is very high, they are above ground. Hinduism <clears throat> Hindu temples often have elaborately carved exteriors. Thousands of shrines and temples dot the landscape in India. Sacred sites such as the Ganges River provide a pilgrimage, a place to bath for the purpose of purification. Many Hindu shrines and temples are located near rivers and streams for this very purpose. Hindu practices of cremation for the dead as an act of purification as well, although a shortage of wood has made cremation very expensive. The ashes of the deceased are often spread in the Ganges River. As the population of India has increased, so has the amount of ashes in the river, which has raised concerns about pollution. Buddhism The practice of Buddhism differs widely from place to place, from ethnic group to ethnic group. However, 
Buddhists emphasize meditating and living in harmony with nature. These features of Buddhism are represented in the stupas, structures built to symbolize five aspects of nature, earth, water, fire, air, and space, where people can meditate. Among Buddhists, the decision to cremate or bury the dead is a personal choice. Judaism Jews worship in synagogues or temples. Once concentrated in the Middle East, Jews spread throughout the world because of exile or persecution, or through voluntary migration. This scattering is known as the Diasporia. A Diasporia occurs when one group of people is dispersed to various locations. Temples vary in size based on the number of Jews in an area. Burial of the dead customarily occurs before sundown on the following day of death. Islam In places where Islam is widely practiced, the mosque is the most prominent structure on the landscape and is usually located in the center of town. Mosques have domes surrounded by a few minotrites, which is an Arab word for beacon, from which daily prayers can be called. Burial of the dead is to be done as soon as possible, and burials are in cemeteries. Shinto, whose cultural hearth is in Japan, emphasizing honoring one's ancestors and the relationship between people and nature. One common landscape feature of Shinto shrines is an impressive gateway, or the tori, to mark the transition from the outside world to a sacred space. How Religion and Ethnicity Shape Space The first group to establish cultural and religious customs in a space is known as a charter group. Native Americans were the original charter group in the Americas. Their influence appears in many places, such as in place names from Mount Denali in Alaska to Miami, Florida. Often, charter groups show their heritage. For example, English settlements in colonial America resemble the settlements they migrated away from England in names such as Plymouth and Jamestown. Ethnic Symbolic Landscapes Ethnic groups that arrive after the charter group may choose to bypass the particular location and establish their space with their own customs. In urban areas, these enclaves become ethnic neighborhoods. In rural areas, ethnic concentrations form ethnic islands. Their cultural imprints revolve around housing types and agricultural dwellings that reflect their heritage. Because ethnic islands are in rural areas and have less interaction with other groups than they do in cities, they maintain a strong and long-lasting sense of cohesion. Today, Germanic ethnic islands of people who fled religious persecution in the past continue to exist in the United States, the Pennsylvania Dutch and the Amish, and Canada with the Mennonites in Alberta, and in scattered locations in the Balkan regions of southeastern Europe. Urban Ethnic Neighborhoods Ethnic neighborhoods in urban settings are often occupied by migrants who settle in a charter's former space. 
The charter group has already shaped much of the landscape, but new arrivals create their own influence as well. Dozens of cities around the world, Melbourne, Australia, Grachin, Iran, Liverpool, England, San Francisco, all have neighborhoods known as Chinatown. Often the name lives on even if the new arrivals have moved out or assimilated, and the neighborhood primarily caters to tourists. New Cultural Influences Ethnic groups move in and out of neighborhoods and create new cultural imprints on the landscape in a process geographers call sequent occupation. In Chicago, the Pilsen neighborhood is heavily Hispanic today, but its name recalls its history as a home for German and Czech immigrants. In New York City, the neighborhood of Harlem has been home to many ethnic groups, Jews from Eastern Europe starting in the late 1800s, African Americans from the southern United States starting in the 1910s, and Puerto Ricans starting in the late 20th century. As a result of subsequent occupation, Harlem's cultural landscape includes former Jewish synagogues, public spaces named for African-American leaders such as Marcus Garvey Park, and street names honoring Puerto Rican leaders such as Luez Martin Boulevard. Geographic Perspectives Muslims in the United States Muslims have been living in America since the days of Columbus. Geographers have studied the patterns and the diffusion of Muslims in the Americas, including the reason behind their involuntary or voluntary migration and where they have been concentrated. The first concentration of Muslims is what is now southeastern United States. Maybe 15% of the enslaved Africans brought to the Americas were followers of Islam. Then, between 1890 and 1917, a new wave of Muslim immigrants entered the United States. Most came from Bosnia, Turkey, Syria, and other lands in the Middle East. Pulled by the lure of industrial jobs, most settled in the growing cities of the North and Midwest. However, some of the first mosques were founded in small communities in Iowa, Maine, and North Dakota. Industrial cities in the 1920s and 1930s also attracted millions of African Americans from the rural South. Some African Americans joined a distinct movement within Islam known as the Black Muslims. They were concentrated in New York, Detroit, and Chicago. Today, about one quarter of American Muslims are African Americans. In recent decades, Muslim immigrants have come from around the world. While many come from the Middle East and South Asia, others migrate from Nigeria, Indonesia, and other countries. Again, the primary places of settlement have been large urban areas, but increasingly in suburban communities such as Dearborn, Michigan. Today, Muslims constitute about 1% of the total population.